Welcome to Revolution and Ideology. I'm Nick. Jared. And in this episode, we are going to go over basically 2020 in review, talk about the content we created, um, sort of the most viewed videos and downloaded episodes, and then what we have planned for 2021. Um, so in addition to the YouTube channel, we also have the podcast. Um, so we're going to talk about these two things separately, kind of the channel and the podcast. So let's start with YouTube, I guess. Um, Wait, pub- hold on. Before we even yeah. talk about our channel, like, what do you think of 2020? Like the year itself yeah. overall? Pretty or dope, like huh? our content? The year itself was absolute chaos. Amazing. Yeah. No, just kidding. <sighs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm still depressed. Right. It's not over, really. I mean, it's like the long 2020. I, I mean, this might just be like the new normal. Is that what people God, are saying yeah. now? Like, this is it. Just constant, constant political chaos, like mm-hmm. never ending. Like, you know, we're always going to be dealing with like new derivatives of, of COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. and it's going to be COVID-20 and 21. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It sucked. Yeah. It sucked. I'm tired of being inside. Serious. We published 41 videos in 2020, uh, which is interesting. I was kind of surprised when I looked up that number. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that? I don't know. felt like we did. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't have any thoughts on it. Like, we did some videos. I never counted them. No, me neither until yeah. I looked up the stats yeah. for this. Um, our most viewed videos by number of views is the video we did on the Netflix film El Hoyo, though we both know that those aren't real yeah, views. Yeah, let's stop and do these. Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, you, you guys can go through the channel and look at this. Like, the analysis of the of the Netflix film El Hoyo. Great movie. And, and we had a good time doing the mm-hmm. episode. But the vast majority of those views, and as much as we like those views and those clicks, are people just looking for a full version of the movie. Yeah, they like, check out after about 30 seconds or yeah. so when they realize that they're just hearing both of us talk about the film and it's not actually the film itself. Yeah. So that one basically doesn't really count. The next most viewed video of 2020 by number of views is our super short video on Antonio Gramsci and Hegemony, which we originally created for our ideology class. Yeah, I don't um, even think I created... No, I think you created that one on your own. No, I did, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. That is just continuously the most viewed video for some reason if we're going purely by views. The second, or I guess whatever, third, depending on how we're counting, um, four types of social movement I created also for my sociology courses and for our class on revolution. Same with the next one, which is what is revolution. And then the video false generosity, which I did kind of like a video essay sort of on Paulo Freire's idea of false generosity in his uh, Pedagogy of the Oppressed. And then the surprising one next is our video that we did on Zoroastrianism. I guess it's not really a video, it's just uh, us talking. The episode yeah, on we Zoroastrianism. Any, we don't have any camera time or anything on nope. that one. But yeah, like, yeah, essentially on that one, I go through the history of, of Zoroastrianism as like the original monotheism. Mm-hmm. Uh, we read some of the Gethas and so on and so forth. And 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 we wanted to do that episode because I'm super passionate about like not only just like my Persian heritage and things along those lines, but like trying to like dispel notions of ideological purity among the more popular monotheisms mm-hmm. like Judaism, Christianity and Islam. It was just kind of like a critique of this idea, and we never really thought that one would be as popular as it was, but I guess there's just kind of a dearth of of other content on Zoroastrianism. But yeah. I, I just, we didn't think that one would, would be as popular yeah, as it was. We, no idea. That one was a shocker for sure. Yeah. Um, closely just behind that is the video, Are You an Anarchist?, which I did just a short visuals on David Graeber's essay of the same name, Are You an Anarchist?, um, the answer might surprise you. I think is the full. We lost David Graeber in 2022. Oh man, that's right. Yeah. So. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
shout out to uh, Graber. Oh man. Anyways, the video, the short video I made based on his essay, we did that for our class. Uh, was that for class? I think it was the uh, stateless, stateless society. The stateless yeah. society class. Yeah. Um, so that one actually has quite a lot of views, also, which is really good. If we go by watch time, like number of hours watched, then El Hoyo is still the top one, but we know that's nonsense. The next one is the video on Zoroastrianism. So, so people are clicking that and actually and watching, listening yeah. like for longer than 30 seconds, which is for what sure. a lot of, of views yeah. on YouTube, not just ours, but like everybody, gaming channels. Mm -hmm. and so it's just people clicking, watching for like one minute and then, yep. then being done. But no. But like I, they are into that video and watch it extensively, which is interesting. Yeah, if you have any, can you, yeah, in the comments, like why? Why do you think Zoroastrianism was such a popular topic mm -hmm. this year? At least for us. Like, yeah, you know, we're not, you know. Gramsci video was uh, just after Zoroastrianism. Then it goes four types of social movement, um, false generosity, and then surprisingly our episode transatlantic slave trade. The first we did a two-part series on that. The first one of that um, is the next according to hours, and then after that, who are the Kurds? The first part. It's only there. surprising because we we actually I do think we did a hell of a job on that one. I usually mm -hmm. don't like like a lot of our videos when I'm done and I watch them again later. But but I thought we did a really good job on the trans transatlantic slave trade. The reason it's surprising is actually just because it's so long in comparison to a whole host yeah, of other so channels other that content. have done like mm -hmm. cute little five minute like cartoons. There's a TED Ed one we use in class. Mm -hmm. that, really, I mean, it is perfect for five minutes. So we're kind of surprised. That that people took the time to listen to our shoot i think that one's damn near two hours like yeah. two hours of rambling on about like mm -hmm. the horrors of the transatlantic slave trade um and then who are the kurds there is actually uh we did fill a pretty good gap there i mm -hmm. thought with the who are the kurds episodes. Yeah, um okay most controversial video this one is super interesting because this one actually was kind of shocking to us also the one I think we've got the most comments on of people disagreeing with us and just, let's be Angry honest. Angry white scientists. Yeah. Angry white male scientists. The they video were we did on scientific racism where we oh, talked God. about Carl Linnaeus and taxonomy and how it's inherently racist, etc. People running, hated that yeah, video. Running so mad. This, Swedish, this old Swedish dude yeah. is like name through the mud apparently is just a no-no in the scientific community. But um, I think it just yeah. exemplifies both how invested people are in their whiteness and how invested they are in the scientific discourse. Like we, we attacked both of those things apparently in and that it, video they and they freaked hated out. it. Yeah. yeah. And we literally take none of it back. Like, yeah. like we understand, like even, even if I'm like kind of like verbally responding to comments here mm -hmm. that I recall from back in the day on that, like it's not that Carl Linnaeus himself was like a major, like partaker in the transatlantic slave trade he didn't own a plantation etc it's the fact that within like the 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 ethos of the era that's what clouded his ability to do mm -hmm. like good scientific work yeah. right like unbiased right objective scientific work and that was the point of that episode it's not just that like science played a huge role in manufacturing the notion of race or we should say maybe false science now is what mm -hmm. we call it but that the science itself is not objective because the science is being done and it's be the questions of science are being asked right like when you mm -hmm. form a hypothesis that is subjective like that exactly. individual is asking specific questions not based on like some sort of objectivity but their own socialization 
and the environment they grew up in is what is a- is forcing them to ask these very, very specific questions. And then mm-hmm. their findings are also clouded by that socialization. So yes, we made the very controversial assertion, apparently, that science can never be fully objective, no matter how it poses to be objective, because the well, people... Well, we didn't even talk about that, really, in that yeah. episode. We literally were just talking about Carl Linnaeus <laughs> and taxonomy and how it was inherently racist based on the things that you just said. But then, like, but then yeah, the super white dude scientists mm-hmm. came in and like they revealed their inability to be objective exactly. in looking exactly. at like this is what this guy said like you don't you don't break humanity up into four or five different like races or sub races of people unless you have some mm-hmm. sort of socialization or some sort of vested stake in doing so well plus like the dividing them wasn't even that racist the putting them in a hierarchy was the racist part right and then adding like these very like descriptors that are wholly just what i don't even remember what some of the comments say profusely well no i remember so those but like it, yeah. like like uh, one of the rationalizations was that like he called the a- asian people stingy or something like that because like he traveled and that was his experience then then it's not science that's fine yeah. then he shouldn't that's the point like, and that's no less racist exactly so so like one of the accusations <laughs> is that we're sitting here pontificating in judgment of this individual of this this swedish scientist right and that is completely subjective on our part but that was the point like the irony of calling us out on that while we're calling out the other dude exactly. on his subjectivity is i mean it has to be lost on these morons yeah uh, anyway oh god right we made an episode called "Is Trump Fascist" that we actually thought would be controversial, but no one cared, and that was yeah, no one surprising. watched it either. So yeah. I got out. Yeah. But the one in the Civil War—I don't know if you've watched the stats lately—but we made one on like the possibility of civil war in 2020 based on the outcome of the election. And interestingly, like when it first came out, not it didn't have a lot of views, but in the past few, like in the past like month, it's had a lot of views. I guess that's unsurprising. Um, and if we're looking at just like likes versus dislikes to be like an indicator of controversy, that one's probably the most controversial. I think it has like 73% likes or something, which is interesting. So I thought scientific racism still had more. It was close. Split, it was like yeah. 75%. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of comments on that video too. A lot of them, it, it was kind of weird because a lot of them were... Oh, I'm interesting to see like an update after the election or whatever. And some of them were just like so blatantly white supremacists, like we deleted some of them, right? Yeah, like like some of them basically like warning people to like arm up and things along mm-hmm. those lines. Like it was or, like attacking bad. us as like yeah, it was just ridiculous, like absurd. But, oh, like, was that the one where we, like we got the anti-Semitic comments no, yeah, and exactly. stuff onto yeah. and yeah, how like we it. were just Jewish academics that had no <laughs> reason voicing our opinions and stuff. Like get out of here with your white supremacy yeah ridiculous um let's talk about the podcast we pub we uploaded 36 episodes of the podcast a lot of them i mean there's a huge crossover right a lot of them are the same episodes we just upload the audio version for the podcast right um let's talk about the most downloaded episodes in 2020 interestingly we the first two episodes we ever did in the podcast were as a two-part series on human nature where we looked at like hobbes and locke and rousseau and I don't even remember who else. We talked about Graeber and Wingrow in those episodes and so forth. And those were the most two downloaded episodes in 2020, which was interesting. Because it's so different than the YouTube channel where they want more like less, I don't know. It does feel like the YouTube audience wants a little bit less like philosophy and Mm -hmm. like back and forth and more just like a cute little like PowerPoint presentation of this idea. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting. And that speaks to the difference in the formats, though, of what people go on YouTube looking for versus what people that want to just kind of sit down and like digest a a podcast. That's what they're looking for. 
The third was the most surprising by far was the episode on Tecumseh that had the third most downloads. That warms my heart because totally. I love Tecumseh and Tecumseh Agreed. did not do well on YouTube. If you're no. watching this right now, which you're probably only watching this if you're one of our like usual usual watchers. Which you probably anyway. listen to the Tecumseh episode. Right, so you've you already are, done. Yeah. But if you have it, go check out the Tecumseh ex- episode because mm-hmm. like he's, he's dope. Like he was dope. Like, yeah. that's- the fourth most commonly downloaded episode was Socialism 101 which was just the audio from the What is Socialism video. That was a lecture we made for, was that, that was Stateless too, I think, for our class, Stateless and Stateless Society. No, actually it was Ideology, I think. You're the sociology guy. Like, so I don't you know, it's my one. video yeah, and I, I, I don't even remember, whatever. Um, after that was the French Revolution, then the episode we did on divine right and uh, yeah, divine right to rule, etc. Um, I was kind of surprised by that. Then after that was Sufism and Anarchism. We did a two-part series yep. on that, which was actually pretty interesting because one of our students came to us and said they were interested in exploring this topic, so we did an episode with them, right. uh, with Dante. So if you haven't watched or listened to that, those two episodes, go do that because it was pretty interesting. Um, and then after that was our episode on the Romanization of Christianity. So those were the most downloaded uh, podcast episodes in 2020. We also did our first cross episode this year, with Nyana, the host of the Curious Bodhi podcast, which was a fun experience where we she reached out to us and said she had discovered our podcast and wanted to do a joint episode on the revolutionary potential of Buddhism to sort of bring yeah. our wheelhouses all together, which was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think she had saw saw one of the episodes where we talked about Taoism, one of my mm-hmm. favorite like philosophies. Again, I, I I will not pretend to be a poser and say I'm a Taoist. I'd like to be, but I'm not. But like, and when she saw that, and I think she made that connection, and that's why mm-hmm. she reached out. It's pretty good, though. I think that that yeah, that episode cool. ended up pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. it's pretty underwatched, but I think it still was a good experiment. Um, and I think part of like we ran into some technical difficulties because she's in Europe and like time mm-hmm. frame, and then like getting the Skype to work. It was, but. I think, I think it went pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, we actually are looking forward to doing another podcast with her um, at some point. She, her story is just interesting. She, from the U.S., was working in London, basically just became completely like disheartened with her work that she was doing in sort of the Western world and decided she wanted to just leave right. London. And now she lives in Portugal on like, I don't know if I want to call it a homestead or whatever, but like in a shipping container home etc. So we really want to do an episode with her and she's willing on the idea of just exit, like leaving society altogether and what that with looks somebody like that's and done like, it, right? Yeah. We've we've definitely done episodes talking about it. But let's be blunt, not look where we are. Neither of us yeah. have really done, you know, full fledged exit. So so that'll be an interesting exploration. Um, also, if anyone out there has a channel or a podcast that wants to collaborate at all at any time, feel free to contact us, um, send us a message on Twitter or YouTube or email us or whatever. Um, we are definitely willing to collaborate with people and share knowledge and be enlightened and so forth. So if anyone's out there that creates content of any kind and wants to collaborate, um, let us know. All right. So what do we have planned for 2021? We just went through, um, we always maintain a list of sort of a backlog of episodes that we have planned to uh, publish and record and research and so forth. And so we just went through and created a pretty comprehensive list of things. That's not to say all these are going to get yeah, made, but this is the stuff we're thinking about. And it is, yeah. it is all kind of random. It's either based on stuff like that, that I already have prepared for when I teach in, in, in class or stuff that he already has prepared. Cause that's, it's super helpful to have like a good background knowledge. There's also stuff on there that we want to research. So that's mm-hmm. the other thing. So it's, so this list is either composed of things we already feel pretty well grounded in and, and can just like jam through. 
um, but it's also a list of things that we also are interested in researching ourselves. And 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 so you know, hopefully we have the time to do that and to be able to do these concepts yeah. well. So let's talk about just a few of them. We want to analyze the state. We're going to do probably a two-parter on the Marxist conception of the state. That'll be one episode. And then a second episode on kind of the anarchist conception of the state, focusing on Bakunin and some of his work. Um, I taught a new class this in 2020 titled State and Society, where we went through different theories of the state and so forth. There's actually a lot of content I created already for that class that we'll be publishing in 2021, talking about Machiavelli and like all kinds of different things. Um, and we do Marx and the state in that class. So we'll talk about a bunch of that content um, there and then talk about Bakunin as well to kind of get the anarchist and the Marxist conception of like what is a state and how do they consider the state. Um, the next one on the list is Antonio Gramsci. We have this super short video that's been historically our most popular video like of all time that we made specifically for our ideology course talking about the concept of hegemony. I've always been really, really interested in Gramsci as sort of a Marxist scholar, but a Marxist scholar that existed in a really interesting time in history, essentially like the beginning of the 20th century, um, during the Russian Revolution, etc. And I view him as sort of a bridge between like the hardcore materialist Marxists and some of the Marxists that lean a little more ideologically. So he definitely inspires like Lukash and Althusser and so forth. So I've always been interested in digging into his theory in depth. And my plan is at this point to write a book on Gramsci, just a short introductory text, publish that and do an in-depth episode on him and his ideas. I have the book about a third done, but I'll be honest, I've lost all motivation right now just because it's been break and COVID and so forth. So I need to um, ramp that back up. And when that's ready, we'll do an episode and publish the book and stuff like that. The next thing that we'll do, uh, that we really want to talk about is the Russian Revolution. We're not super into this because so many people have done it's it so, so well, out. but... Like every armchair wannabe leftist and all of their podcasts, yeah. sorry if I'm calling anybody out, but like they've all beaten this to death. And, and they've done it really, really well. It's not yeah, it's all garbage. Like, Maybe if we decide that we'll have something uh, unique to add, we might do an episode on that. Um, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. If you really, really yeah, want to see it for some it's reason, it's just been beat to know. death. Everybody yeah. that wants to, like, you know, role play as, 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 as a Bolshevik or a Menshevik has done this. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing we plan on doing for sure is mainly because we want to do an episode on the Black Panthers when the new film comes out, which I think it's supposed to be actually next month or in March. We did the trailer breakdown, but yeah. it was it was a shorty, like well, Judas short and the for Black us, Messiah, like 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. 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 So we want to do the Black Panthers, but we feel like we can't do the Black Panthers unless we do civil rights overall. And we really present this in our courses as like the long view of civil rights, starting right. back with like we've already done that Turner and so forth. So we'll probably pick up there and bring it all the way up. Um, to the 1960s so that we can talk about the Black Panthers and so forth. So we'll do that. And it'll probably be a series of episodes. There's no way we're going to do all that in one episode. Yeah, basically trying to do the history of civil rights mm -hmm. between, because we've already done the other ones, between yeah. Nat Turner and essentially like what, like like at that point, Red Tails. I mean, if mm -hmm. we want to get through World War II and then to try and try and set the context for, um, for the 50s. Yeah. yeah. Jared's been doing a lot of research on, I mean, I mean, it's my job, yeah. yeah 20th, 20th century, century history. history. So, yeah. He's teaching a class that he's putting online this semester, so he has a lot of work that he's been doing there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just news. It's some of it's new research for me because I, I tended to be more oriented either towards like U.S. history, a lot, a lot of Middle Eastern history. Those were two like my two wheelhouses. And then in addition to that, like obviously based on our podcast, just revolutionary history. But that revolutionary history was just kind of sporadic and dotted around the world. Like I would emphasize Cuba, which we have an episode coming up on, or I would emphasize France, or I'd emphasize Kenya, or things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So I've had to actually now fill some gaps, some both ideal and material gaps between these revolutions, especially the more modern ones. And that's where a lot of this new research is coming in. So like that, there, there'll be episodes on a whole host of various topics regarding like the 20th century. So we'll be talking like a little bit more like Algerian independence movements. Um, we'll actually do a full episode on the Mau Mau. We have like a historical context video on the Mau Mau that we use for class that was actually surprisingly popular. Mm-hmm. We'll now do a full blown episode on the Mau Mau movement and not just the Mau Mau movement, the oppression of England, uh, of English colonialism during that period of time as well. Um, we might dabble a little bit in Indian independence. Um, we'll talk a little bit cold war like dynamics. We'll definitely spend a lot of time talking about like the imagined binary paradigm. The world was not really split in two as we're told, especially here in the United States. Um, that there was actually a whole development of, of like non-aligned nations. So we'll be talking about Bandung, Indonesia and the movement in 1955 and all of those things. Like that's, that's kind of the plan is to like dig a little bit into concepts that we think are obviously overlooked in Western, uh, at least for me as a, as a, as the historian here that are often overlooked in Western historiography, um, wrongfully omitted, I would argue and help manufacture this whole like mm-hmm. Western exceptionalism. Cause that's. That's got to go. Like, that's got to go. And For so, sure. yeah, one of our things that we want to do is to challenge challenge this idea of Western exceptionalism. That's a big part of our channel. Mm-hmm. Or American exceptionalism. We also want to do either one or two episodes on the war on drugs. We want to cover mm-hmm. it from... Jared's angle on it is, like, the international right. impacts, obviously, how it paved the way for a lot of U.S. imperialism and so forth. And then Especially all- in Latin America, right? Yeah, And exactly. the manufacture of, like... Like refugee crises and immigration crises are all like self-created by the United States itself, which is like the greatest irony. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then I'll cover as a sociologist the impact that it's had in the United States specifically, right, for black communities and so forth and like how the impact it's had at home. Right. Um, so it'll either be a one or two parter. We'll see how that one plays out. Um overarching topics that I don't know how they're going to play out yet that I'm really interested in researching uh, this year. I have a few of them, actually. I'm diving really, really deep into nihilism this year. I've actually started this research. It's been going on for a year at this point, but I really am ready to start creating some content. I really went down this rabbit hole of researching revolutionary nihilism and realized that we couldn't... I really was just going to do an episode on that, but I realized that we like really couldn't just do that without kind of starting at the beginning of what is nihilism and et cetera and all the different forms of nihilism and the history of nihilism with Nietzsche and like so forth. So that's going to come to fruition this year in some way. I don't really know how many episodes that will be or what it will look like, but that research is going to happen for sure. Mm-hmm. And so we will God's do dead, brother. Yeah, yeah, a series of episodes on that. Then interestingly, last week, one of our previous students, Gabe, um, I had a conversation on with him, and he said he's going deep into existentialism this year. We've actually done an episode with him already. He helped us analyze the movie The Hunt. And that was, was a flop. That was a yeah, flop episode. It was. Yeah. I mean, the movie sucked, let's be honest. But right. we just did the episode because it was fun. We had just watched yeah. the film and wanted to talk right. about it. Um, so he's going into existentialism. So I reached out to him to see if he would want to do a collab episode this year and appear and do an episode on ex- existentialism and nihilism and where those two things cross paths. So that will definitely happen. 
as part of the series on nihilism, I definitely want to do an episode on the situationalists, which I already have research on. Um, so I already know that. So when it's time, we'll knock that one out as well. And like the revolution of everyday life and the society of the spectacle and like those types of things. Um, we'll explore those in depth as well. Um, then Gramsci, like I mentioned, I'm deep in that research. And then something else that I've been researching just on the side that I actually became interested in when we were talking, did our series on Marcuse, one-dimensional man in the end of utopia and so forth, um, is sort of the idea of the revolutionary potential of art. So I've been doing a lot of research in Walter Benjamin and Adorno and Marcuse and so forth. So we'll do an episode on that at some point for sure as well. Um, and we're going to debate Banksy? Yeah, we will for <laughs> sure. Um, and I'm really interested in film and like the revolutionary potential of film. So we'll do an episode or two or who knows how many um, but yeah, that's kind of just an overview of the things that we have in the hopper for 2021 that we want to talk about. Um, I think we've kept the rhythm of sort of doing an episode a week, a uh, video or a podcast episode once a week. I think we're going to abandon that completely for 2021 and we're just going to start cranking out content. We have so many episodes that we want to do. We have a few that are already recorded that I haven't edited yet and posted so all that, we're just going to start pumping them out when they're ready. And instead of trying to like meter them over like once a week and have this huge backlog, we're just going to start knocking them out and putting them out when as soon as they're ready. Um, so you can digest them uh, as soon as you are ready as a listener and as soon as you have time. And don't feel bad if you don't have enough time to listen to all of them. Just kidding. You should feel bad because you should listen to everything that we had to say. Um, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, uh, I, not really. I mean, this year's got to be better than the last, right? God, I hope so. It, yeah. It's worse I mean, than... you know, we'd like to do a little bit more like pop culture, mm -hmm. pop culture stuff, sports stuff. But like we have tried those in the past because, you know, our interest is not just like whatever crapping on history or giving people mm -hmm. a new uh, perception of sociology. Those are definitely our main like professional passions, but like we're not like robots. So yeah, I'm super into like hoops and mm -hmm. hip hop and we play some games and things along those lines. But every yeah. time we've like tried to dabble in, in just like just something to like take some of the academic mm -hmm. part out of it, those haven't gone so well, but we might keep trying yeah, to so couple many of, people do. We might throw a couple of those in there, right? Still, yeah. you know, sprinkle a couple of those. A lot of people do it so much better than us is why we really don't. Yeah, I mean, like I, the, there, if you want to watch something, somebody more knowledgeable about the NBA, you could definitely find them rather yeah, than or myself. Or like even yeah, the they, DC, like when they stormed the White House, I thought for five seconds about doing an episode on that, but like Rev Left Radio immediately put an episode out that's incredible. Or like Why Theory, which is a podcast, if you haven't right. listened to it, find that. They did one too that was really, really good. And so forth. So, like, other people are faster and better at us than doing that. So, uh, we like to do it, but unless yeah, it's regarding, specifically in our wheelhouse, then it's like... I mean, and regarding current events like that, like, there was just... We're not going to be... This is not, like, our actually, like, paying job, unfortunately. Right. So, all of our other responsibilities mean we can't just drop those and be like... I don't know, uh, the Young Turks or democracy mm -hmm. now and do a, an immediate, like, reaction to the, the yeah. storming of the Capitol. But we can't do that, so... Exactly. Yeah. All right, so if you have any feedback on what we have planned or what we did in 2020 or there's specific topics you'd like us to cover or something that we mentioned that you're really excited about, leave us a comment and let us know that so we can get some feedback from our viewers and listeners, and that will help guide our content. If you really want to support us and help us to crank out all of these episodes as soon as we actually, uh, absolutely can, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash revolution and ideology. I'm Nick. Jared. Later.